Yeah, before we move too far away from that, let's keep talking about the beast. You brought up the government, mm. and um, there's Ooh. a lot to say about that from Ooh. the book of Revelation. So we're ready. getting into it. We're going to do a quick overview. Okay. you got to have the overview. Overview is important. If you're going to even be able to take, you know, have any understanding of the second, second story um, interpretation of the beast. Ooh, second so, story. Okay. So anyway, the overview is simple. Okay. John wrote the book of Revelation to actual people. No. Yes. Stop it. Seven churches. You mean humans read this? Hold they were on. humans. They Hold were on. in a church. They were in Asia. There were seven of them. <laughs> he wrote the letter and he distributed it, or the postal service, you know, distributed it. Yeah. Various it's, messengers brought it to those churches. The couriers. And they were to read it. We know that from verse four, John, to the seven churches that are in Asia. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. was not meant to be a mystical incantation to be read thousands of years later with very little understanding. This was a letter to humans. That's super helpful. That's right. And like all the other letters in the Bible, it goes to people, and it is expected that they read it and understand it and obey it. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, the letter is referring to things that are about to take place. We know this for sure. Chapter 1, verse 1. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants... The things that must soon take place. Mm-hmm. When? 3,000 years into the future? No. The things which must soon take place. And how are they to respond to these things that are shown to them? Blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy. Okay. Letter goes to the church. They read it out loud in church. And blessed are those who hear and who keep what is written in it. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For the time is near. Near. Ooh. Okay. Now, if you're going to, so it's written keep to people. It, they're going to hear it. They're going to understand it and keep it. You can't keep do it if it. you don't understand it. That's right. And you can't keep it or understand it if you don't hear it. That makes sense. So, I'm in. I'm in. I'm convinced. It's easy. I'm, I'm right Letter there. Letter goes to these people. It's read out loud. They hear it. They understand it because it's a revelation, mm. not the confusion of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. revelation. Okay. I was in my mid-twenties before I realized that the root word of revelation was reveal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. It's intended to reveal. Not create a cloud of confusion. And obscurity and right. mysticism. Mm, okay. Okay. The, right. reve- the revealing of it's Christ. It's a revelation Ooh. of the things that must soon take place. I like it. The things that are near. Okay. Okay. Now, okay. how would it be revealed, though? Okay. Not like one of Paul's epistles. It's a different sort of genre. Right. Apocalyptic literature. Mm -hmm. Very different. So in verse 10, it tells us this. I was in the Spirit on the Lord's Day. That's Sunday when Christians gather in the Spirit. Mm -hmm. I was in the Spirit on the Lord's Day, and I heard behind me a loud voice like a trumpet. Not a trumpet, Mm -hmm. but a loud voice. Loud like a trumpet. Okay. Write what you see in a book. Okay. Now, normally you write what you hear you write what you read okay sometimes you write what you see okay but he's going to see something okay and he's going to write it in a book okay okay he's going to see visions okay apocalyptic visions filled with signs and symbols Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. signs which signify or give meaning Mm. he's going to write those things in a book and then what's he going to do verse 10 send it to the seven churches so there's an intro to the letter. Hey, okay. I'm John. You're the seven churches. I'm about to have a vision, and I'm going to tell visions, you about it. And I'm going to write it down. <laughs> and blessed are you if you hear it and keep it, mm. because the time is near. You mean keep it just like preserve the scrolls in a tomb somewhere so that mm. one day later we'll understand. No. No. Like do it. In, in fact, so do it. 
Daniel received visions mm-hmm. and signs. That's right. That's and right. he was given the meaning of those signs. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. he was told very clearly, shut the, the words of this prophecy up. Do not reveal it. It's only for you, for the time is not at hand. Mm-hmm. John is given visions and signs, write it in a book. And he is told, chapter 22. Ship it out. Open it. it up. Open the scroll. Send it out, mm-hmm. for the time is here. Dang. Okay. Okay. This okay. is not meant to be a confusion. But it is hard to interpret because it is a series of visions using Old Testament symbolism. Written in a, a form of literature that we don't really have anymore. Written in a strange poetic form right. of literature. It's writing down of visions, referring to historical events that would soon take place in their world. Right. So you, not only do we have a mm-hmm. geographical distance, we have a historical difference, right. and we don't know the Old Testament, so we don't get the symbols. Right, we don't understand what's happening. You can see how easy it is for everybody to get confused about this particular book. Like, it's... Yes. It's not it's not a simple lightweight kind of moment. So no. but hopefully through this and through other resources we'll be able to bring some because if you can some read the vision first few yeah, we're going to get oh, some vision. You see? If you oh. here's the thing, if you can read the first few verses and take it for what it means, yeah. You can at least get this. Okay, we're about to have some visions. Got it. It's meant to be a revelation. Got it. The original listeners, you know, the original hearers heard it, understood it, kept it. They got it. Yeah. It prepared them for what was coming mm-hmm. so that they could persevere through it. I'm not going to get all of it because I'm outside of their history, mm-hmm. the historical context. Right. I don't know the geography, the political situation. Old Testament. Know? And, all I'm, that and stuff. I'm clueless to the Old Testament because I was raised as a dispensationalist. <laughs> right? That's the old ways. We do the That's new right. ways. So, right. Right, but right. I can get, I get it. the gist. Oh, dragon, devil. You know. You know? Right. I can get <laughs> right. the gist. Right. Jesus with a sword from his mouth. Uh, oh, he fights with the word I of the gospel. Mm. Like we can figure some of these things. Oh, a right. lamb that was slain but is now risen. I know who that is. Right. We can get most of this. Right. Right. Some of it's going to be a little iffy and difficult. Yeah, makes now, sense. So today sense. we're going to just give the overview okay. of two villains. Two villains. Dose. The Joker and the Penguin. Dose. No, be- the what? Beast. <laughs> the Beast and the Harlot. Okay. Okay. All right. We got it. Are we ready? Is our signal? We Strong. are. We're still rolling. In fact, we have moved from the yellow light of "uh oh, there might be a problem" to the green light of "things are good now." This is what happens when you move into the country when there's no <laughs> internet. And all ten thousand of our listeners, um, mm. are they sharing any comments with us? Um, only to say that things are working. <laughs> they are a faithful few. You said things are buffing, and then others say it's, they can see us. So things are going well. It's going well. Sarah Wojcik? Wojcik. Wojcik. I always get nervous about that. It is hard to keep an audience when you're going in and out of the live stream. It's very true. Don't worry. If you can hear me, we will have this all online later today. We promise. That's right. We promise. And maybe it's working now, so we're good. I have a green light. I assume green is good. I suppose green could be bad, but I would assume green is good. Better than red. Well, here we go. All right, here we go. The Beast. I'm ready. Rolling. It's Revelation chapter 13, verse 1. Okay. I saw a beast rising out of the sea. Okay. Now, Ten horns and seven heads. This always tripped me up. I remember reading through this one and being like, what are you talking about? He's got like 500 eyes and 10 crowns and seven heads. That's right. Ten horns and seven heads with 10 crowns on its horns and blasphemous names on its head, you know, written on its forehead. Imagine poor John watching all this happen. Like, I got to write this? Right. Oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but now remember, 
It's a signal. It's okay. a signifying symbol, right? Which right. has a meaning. Mm-hmm. Now, and very often in the Book of Revelation, you have to understand we are given the meaning. Yeah, an angel that's true. comes along, or an elder comes along, and says, "Do you understand the mystery of the seven hills? You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know or the seven heads? They are seven mountains. We'll see that in a second. Okay, okay. It, it gives us some of the signifying um, aspects. Jesus is seen walking amongst the candlesticks, mm-hmm, or you know, the mm-hmm. uh, the lampstands, and it mm-hmm. says, "Do you understand the vision of the lampstands? No, help me. The lampstands are the churches. Mm-hmm. The stars in his hands are the angels of the churches. You know? mm-hmm. So we are given some clues. Yeah." Not all of them, because the original listeners got most of it. Yeah, right, right. right. I wish we'd have been given the key for all of these symbols. Sure. But we get enough. So we see this beast rising up out of the sea, okay? Well, we are told at another place that the seven heads are seven mountains. Okay, okay. So it's not an actual beast. It's not literal. Not a literal beast. The seven heads are seven mountains. I got to tell you, though, to go from heads to mountains is not that helpful for me. Like, why? That's what the Bible does. It's just, <laughs> well, I know. Well, let's just stay with mountains. Okay. But I think there's a reason in apocalyptic literature to show how whatever this is, is a beast. Okay. It's an untamed wild animal. Yeah. It okay. is un. Um, dominion has not been exercised over it by the new Adam. Okay. It's a beast. Yeah. Oh, you know okay. I mean? Wild. Yeah. There's Old Testament. We know Daniel has a prophecy of four beasts. Yeah. You know, representing the kingdoms that dominate the people of God. Okay. So beast has a long, you know, uh, Old Testament mm. connotation. Mm-hmm. So they get it. Oh, the a beast. Yeah. The whole Testament is important. It terrifies. Take it, that it, note. It persecutes. And so all of this apocalyptic literature, each and every one of these words kind of has significant meaning. Yeah. It rises right, out right, of the sea. Like right. it emerges from the watery abyss. Yeah. You know, that abyss which was used to cover over all the earth, mm. which symbolizes mm. that which, you know, Satan and, and demons emerge out of. So mm. I could go on all day of each one of these little symbols. Yeah. But the simple one is the seven heads of this beast. Okay. Are seven mountains. Okay. We were told that explicitly. Okay. And historically, everyone knew what the city on seven hills was. That was Rome. Oh. All right. So all, his, right all right. All right. All right. So all right. historically. Okay. We oh the readers are saying that's why you're saying seven heads at seven mountains or seven hills. So we're talking about Rome here. We're talking about Rome. I'm tracking. Right. I'm tracking. And there's ten horns and seven heads and there's crowns crowns are political power and mm. political authority yeah 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 right okay that's On super helpful horns horns are throughout the old testament symbols of power of kingdom of dominion mm-hmm. right uh, mm-hmm. especially of tyranny we preached a sermon on that not too long ago. Right, right. Um, and blasphemous names on the forehead or on the head, mm, right? Mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. this has quite a bit of significance, but but the blasphemy of some of the tyrants and kings of that age mm-hmm. were great, declaring themselves to be God, etc. Yeah. Well, that like is uh, was it Melchizedek? Was that the, no wrong guy? I'm thinking way Old Testament. There it is. <laughs> He's one of the original ones. That's yeah. right. He like blasphemed God, got sent to the woods, ate grass for a long time. That's right, like a yeah. beast. Okay. So Revelation thirteen two. Listen to this. And the beast that I saw was like a leopard. Its feet were like bears, and its mouth was like a lion's mouth. And it and to it the dragon gave his power and his throne and great authority. 
So we have these beasts that are echoing the book of Daniel and the four beasts of Nebuchadnezzar's dream, referring to the empires. Yeah, okay. Right? So we got Rome. Rome is one of Rome them. Rome is the last one. We have yeah. Mesian, the Medes and the Persians. We have the Greeks. We have the Babylonians. Mm. So we're kind of mm. getting in the vein of apocalyptic literature here. Yeah, We're okay. referring to a, a empire, yeah. a political kingdom, and we're referring to the city on seven hills, mm. Rome. Yeah. And it says, and That's to it, helpful. the dragon gave his power. Now, we know from Scripture who the dragon is. That's Satan. That's the devil. Giving yeah. his power and his throne and his authority, great authority, mm -hmm. to Rome. Mm. So we mm. have a satanically empowered you know, empire. And if you know a little bit about history, you can easily see that play out, like with Nero and other examples like that. As they persecute like the church. Now, right. and as we go on, it's going to become even more specific. Oh, So okay. verse 3 of chapter 13, it says, One of its heads, so we have a seven-headed beast... One head. Okay. Right? Now, if we were thinking about this visually, we would point at the whole beast and say, the beast. Okay. We might point at one head and say, the beast. Okay, right? yeah. So, yeah. there is a sense in which the beast is this corporate Rome, mm. but mm -hmm. it is federally or covenantally represented by its emperor, okay. the one head. The one head. With the one crown. I got it. All right? Okay. I'm and with so, you. it says in verse 3, one of its heads... Seemed to have a mortal wound, but its mortal wound was healed, and the whole earth marveled as they followed the beast. Hmm. That's weird. That is weird. So what is... what Historically, I think the best thing we could say is that when Nero, and we'll get to who Nero is in right, a second. Right, right, right. When Nero committed suicide by cutting his throat or stabbing himself in the neck with a sword, mm -hmm. um, the Roman Empire broke into civil war. The whole world believed it to be over with. But then, under the enthronement of Vespasian, it rose to power once again. Hmm. And we know this from various places in Scripture. Josephus points this out, as well as Tacitus as well. Okay. Um, okay. I had a little quote here from Josephus. Yeah. Josephus calls the enthronement of Vespasian an unexpected deliverance of the Romans from ruin. Hmm. So even the historic, um, the, the historic historians like Josephus believe this to be, you know, a reemergence of Rome. Yeah, so well, he was maybe. thinking everything's done. Everybody thought Rome was over. That's right. That's why it's a mortal but, wound. And I, the reason yeah. I pull this out is to show that in 13, we're talking about this beast, then all of a sudden we start talking about one head of beast. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it's still being called the beast. Yeah. And in, in 13, 4, they worship the dragon. All right? So okay. we have the satanic corporate Rome with one head, beast. Yeah. The, the beast persecutes the saints blasphemes God, declaring himself to be God, is worshipped by all the civilized world. Which is what exactly what they did. Right. They went and they burnt <laughs> incense at the temple. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Caesar is Lord. That's right. right? He mm. believed himself to be above the, the pantheon of gods. Nobody realizes that whenever Jesus is saying, Jesus is Lord is, is a very political statement. And against it rails Nero. against, yeah, that's right. it's like, no, not. And, the, and that's predicted. The Bible says everyone mm. whose name was not written in the book of life worshipped the beast. Mm. That's right. And they had his, their, his mark on their forehead. So note, everybody worships something. We'll come back to that <laughs> later. Moving on. So Caesar is God for these people. Okay. And, and you'll remember the, the Jews, as they were crucifying Jesus, said, mm -hmm. we have no king but Caesar, mm -hmm. swearing mm -hmm. their full and total allegiance to him, full total devotion to the beast, given satanic power and represented by the head of one individual. Mm. Revelation 17, 9. Now we're getting even more specific. Okay. We're kind of doing some buckshot here. <laughs> but It's going to spread. Revelation 17, <laughs> 9. This calls for a mind with wisdom. 
The seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman is seated. So we've already seen that. Seven heads are seven mountains. Got that. But Rome. the woman. There's a woman sit, seated on Rome who is a beast. So okay. you see the imagery of a giant beast empowered by a Satan, the dragon. Okay. With a woman on top of her. Okay. But that's Rome. Okay. With the woman the on. The beast is Rome. Okay. The woman is a separate bad guy. We'll I'm going to have to think it. about this. I got to <laughs> think some more. Okay. Verse 10 these mountains, these seven heads, mm-hmm. seven mountains, mm-hmm. verse 10 of chapter 17, they are also seven kings. Okay. Okay. Wow. All right. He said this is going to require mind with wisdom. He said that. <laughs> seven heads. My head hurts. All right. Here we go. Seven mountains. Got it. Woman on Rome, top. Okay. Seven kings. Seven kings. Okay. Five of whom have fallen. I'm tracking. Five dead kings. Five dead kings. One is. Currently. So number six is living when this is written. Okay, got it. The other has not yet come. Okay. And when he does come, he must remain only a little while. Okay. So, quick king. Five emperors. Short-term king. The sixth one is Nero. Got it. The seventh one is Galba, who reigns for just a few months. Mm. Historically, we can place the one who is as the one head of the seven-headed beast with throne and power, given power by Satan. Okay. To blaspheme God, to persecute the church as Nero. So, so far, no black attack helicopters. No. Okay, got it. (laughs) Emperor (laughs) Nero is the sixth emperor. Okay. Revelation 13.8 says his number is... 666. 666. No. We just know. No, it just says his number is 666. I thought that was the tattoo we were going to have to get to go to the grocery store later. Neither is it the COVID vaccine show. (laughs) Now, here's the the big one. Here's the big one. This is my favorite show we do, just for the record. (laughs) Here's the big one. In Hebrew, they don't have Roman numerals. They don't have numerals like we do. Okay. You know, we teach our, our, four, our four-year-olds to recognize the numbers yeah. with little symbols. Yeah, One, yeah, two, yeah. right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hebrew, ancient Hebrew did not have that. Oh. They represented their numbers with letters. Huh. That's right. That must have been really confusing. You know, the first ten, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay. Then after that, tens, ten, twenty, thirty, forty, fifty. Okay. You know, then after that, one hundreds. Okay, okay. If you add up six hundred and sixty-six, Uh-oh. you get... Black attack Neron Kaiser. No way. Yes. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, come on. The sixth king. The whole. Did you. You need. Man. I. Do the research. We don't have time to go into all of it. The sixth emperor of the seven hilled city Rome. Dang. The beast with seven heads. Dang. Nero is the first emperor to persecute the church officially from Rome. We just broke the internet. That's right. It just shattered in half. <laughs> Nero persecutes the church for 42 months okay. until his death, okay. as predicted in Revelation chapter 13, verse 5. Okay. okay. Chapter 13, verse 10 may be referring to the fact that he dies by sword, which he does at his own hand, stabbing himself in the neck. He mm-hmm. was crazy, mm-hmm. right? He was satanic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in his death, the Rome, Roman Empire fell, okay. seemed to be mortally wounded, broke out into massive civil wars, okay. but it later had an unexpected deliverance as Vespasian was enthroned. We could go on and on and on, but I do believe, and he, that's why I gave my prim- the overview beginning, that okay. these original readers could actually make sense of this. They were reading it and being like, oh, yeah, we know who that is. Oh, it's oh. Nero. Oh, it's, and there's another coming short time. Seven heads or seven mountains. Oh, okay. 
the sixth king. Oh, we know who that is. They yep. know who the five emperors were before. Yeah. And Nero. They, they understood were, this. We got this, yeah. He's going to die. Okay, we got 666, it. 666, Neron, Kaiser. Okay, okay. Okay. Mm, I'm feeling on the edge of the seat here. Mm. But now there's a woman on this beast. That's the, the harlot. It's the Pope, right? <laughs> no? <laughs> no? No, no, no. Not the Pope. No, no, no. Okay, sorry. But, but sorry, let Sarah, me ask you this. If we weren't even talking about the book of Revelation, and I was just like, and I just said, okay, in the Bible, who's the whore? Who's the harlot? Okay. Who would, you, who would we say? The Throughout the whole Bible, who is the harlot? Who's the whore? Oh, well, it's us. It's humans, right? Well, we are unfaithful, yes. But if you go to the Old Testament, who okay. is perpetually pictured as a whore? Think book of Hosea. It's he the has people to of marry Israel. the prostitute. That's yeah. Right. Okay, Israel. now I'm tracking. I'm it's tracking. That's right. well, it's, also, it's, know, us. it's us. It's us. Yeah, right. I get it. I get it. The I'm tracking. people, unfaithful, Israel. Mm. Gomer. Gomer. Throughout the whole Bible, we understand who this is. She sits upon the beast. We have no king but Caesar. Oh, dang. Stop. You're messing my head up right now. How did they oh. crucify the Messiah? Pilate. Mm. We need some help here. We have no king but Caesar. Man. Man. The harlot rode the beast. Dang. And with satanic beast power attempted to kill Jesus. And who was it that persecuted the church for the first, before the Rome ever got involved? Mm. The, it was, the harlot. It was Israel. It was Israel. It was the Jewish The ruling nation. elite of Israel. Mm. Crucified the Messiah. Dang. Pursued his bride. That is amazing. That's right. My mind is blown. I can't believe this. Revelation chapter 11, verse I gotta go 8. lay down. I know, right? <laughs> now, we have to point out that the harlot is also called the Babylonian harlot. Oh. So there's a connection with Babylon. Mm, okay. Would you okay, mind, okay. you have your Bible there on your phone? This would be okay, what, fascinating. What am I doing? I, I have, this is not even in the notes. Oh, okay. I'm pulling it would up. Would you look up Revelation chapter 11, verse 8? Okay. Give me a second. We're talking about a city here. Okay. A city that is going to be judged and destroyed by the wrath of God. Revelation. For persecuting his saints. Say it to me again. Revelation. 11, 8. 11, verse 8. Phone is giving me trouble. Okay, Revelation. Chapter 11, verse 8. 11, verse 8. Okay, I got it. What, is it, what does it say there for us? All this right, is it, going, we're live here, so I hope it didn't mess this up. <laughs> <laughs> and they're dead bodies. Am I starting off right? The two witnesses, they're okay. dead bodies. Okay. Uh, maybe I'll start at 7. And when they have finished their testimony, they're, the beast that rises from the bottomless pit will make war on them and conquer them and kill them. And their dead bodies will lie in the street of the great city that symbolically is called Sodom and Egypt, where their Lord was crucified. All right. Okay. So what city is being called Sodom and Egypt? The city where the Lord was crucified. Oh, dang. It's Jerusalem. It's the symbol. It, it gives us the significance of the city. Dang. Not only is Sodom and Egypt Jerusalem. That's some deep stuff. Right so there. too is Babylon. Okay. All the ancient cities which persecuted the people of God mm -hmm. are now encapsulated in the final one, mm. Jerusalem. Mm. Mm. And Jerusalem is the harlot who, with the help of the beast and the dragon, try to kill the offspring of the woman, Jesus. Right. Do kill him. Right. right? And then persecute his bride. Mm. And the wrath of God is poured out on these people mm. as they cry out for justice. Mm. And as the new Jerusalem is destroyed, the harlot, mm. 
the end of the book of Revelation pictures the bride, the new bride, Dang. walking the aisle, oh, who is the church. Man, this is some deep stuff. The book wow. of Revelation is a wow. covenantal lawsuit divorcing Israel, the harlot, Whoa. for having killed the Messiah, Whoa. and a marriage with the new Jerusalem, mm. who is the true Israel, the mm. church. Mm. Which is made up of Jewish people that repented. We should say yeah, that. Yes, so we're talking yeah. about corporate right. Israel. Right. We're also talking about Jerusalem, especially the ruling elite. That's right. right? That's right. The, all the church was Jewish at this point. Jonathan time. Swallow has dropped that Bible verse in the comments for us. Thank you, Jonathan. Awesome. We appreciate you. So, the lamb who was slain, look it up. It's mentioned multiple times mm. throughout the book of Revelation, is pouring out vengeance on the people who murdered him. And the one who is persecuting his bride. Man. Right. Man. The whole book of Revelation is about the lamb who was slain's vengeance mm. on the harlot mm. and the beast. But my black and the helicopters, though, man. Like, come <laughs> There's on. No, Where are they no, no, at? No. The original readers didn't have any concept about attack helicopters. <laughs> and, and honestly, locusts with lion heads, you know, even if we were to try to read that literally... It doesn't say helicopter. It says locusts with lion heads. Okay? <laughs> That's not literal either. Because nobody's reading this literal. Now, we're, we're going off on a tangent here. But the beast is Rome. Simply put, the harlot is Jerusalem. Man. The dragon empowers them. But the lamb who is slain will destroy them. Mm. He will marry his bride. And at a, the end of Revelation, you will fantastic. see the bride walking the aisle of human history. Wow. Wow. This is great stuff. This is great stuff. This makes me want to like go back and read it again. Well, I'm actually in Revelation right now in my reading you can, plan. I'm, that's what I'm saying. I, I ha, the truth will set us free. Mm. And I have a vision to Say it again. to unpack this stuff for folks. Yeah. So that, you know, this is Revelation. You can try this at home. You can do this too. Right. Like, what a, what a helpful thing to not be scared of this book anymore. I feel like so many Christians are just, they're afraid of it. And so they're like, oh, I don't yeah. want to mess with that. Now, of course, when that. we get into the visions, we're going to, some of it's not going to make any sense. We are thousands of years, different mm. historical context, different mm. political context. We mm. don't know our Old Testaments. That's we don't right. get the symbols. That's right. You know, that's okay, right. that's okay. But we can get the that's main right. point. Out with the old harlot mm -hmm. and in with the bride. Amen. Out with the old temple, in with the new temple. Right. Out with the old Jerusalem, in with the new Jerusalem. Mm. It is the central turning point of the whole New Testament mm. as the gospel goes forth to the world. Mm. And what's amazing is that Jesus, the lamb who was slain before, doesn't end with destroying Jerusalem. Then he goes after Rome, which is Oh, it's the point of the book, the whole Bible. <laughs> That's why we are told that Paul's last yeah. days were spent. Yeah. And it says that even those of the household of Caesar turned to the Lord. Right. And it's basically telling us mm. he's got it. He's coming for him. Mm. Kaiser Kurios is gone. Jesus Kurios yeah. is victorious. Jesus is Lord. Not Caesar is Lord. Jesus no, is and, Lord. No, and when, mm. when it says that, when Paul, and that. When Paul writes, and the, many of the household of Caesar turned to the Lord, you're like, oh, man, he's, yeah. he's, he's right there. Yeah. The gates of Hades can't stop this gospel coming. Mm. That's why when, Preach. Mary, yeah, Preach. when Mary hears the announcement of Gabriel, she says, he has toppled thrones. In the Magnificat you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, in the Magnificat yeah. of Luke mm. 1. He is the one who takes takes out thrones and he raises up those of humble estate. Mm. The crucified one would become the ascended Lord, mm. king of the earth. He would take his bride and together the new Adam and the new Eve would exercise dominion over the earth and the kings of this earth would bow 
or they would they would kiss the sun, or they will be toppled, mm. just like Nero. Mm. And the nations of this earth, the kingdoms of this earth, will become the kingdoms of our Lord. Mm. So if uh, it all this Amen. this is good news. That's this why the great. truth will set you free. It'll this give you great. joy. It'll give you hope. It'll it'll Absolutely. illuminate the meaning of Christmas for you. Oh yeah. We're, we oh uh, look if you're not listening to all the podcasts, Christian Life class, mm. reading the books. Right. Following all the live shows, mm. you're not going to be able to keep up with us. Mm. That's but, true. But if you'll if you'll put in the time, do just the pop study. your headphones in yeah. while you cut your grass. You know, like put your headphones in, roll around, take care of a few jobs. That's what I do. It's great stuff. Yeah. It's and great if, stuff. Hey guys, if you want more details, because obviously, if you're completely and utterly against this, I will not be able to convince you. <laughs> You know, with a few little words here. Right, right. But if you want to study the other side, if you want to think about it, if you want the books, if you want the texts, yeah, let me know. Send yeah. us a DM us, as they say. DM us. Send a message to us on Christchurch Media. We'll be happy to connect you with more resources and all those fantastic things. If this is helpful for you guys, I want to encourage you to give us a five-star review on all the platforms, on the podcast feeds, yes. on our Facebook page, all those things. Share this resource. Recommend it to your friends. I feel like we're blazing a trail in Acadiana that has not been blazed before, and I think that some of y'all probably feel along the same way. This is helpful stuff for me. I know it's helpful for you. I see comments in here that are saying, people who are saying things like yeah i've stayed away from revelation i've never touched it before people who are having their minds blown <laughs> as we're teaching through stuff so what it's incredibly you're saying is helpful. that we actually are live we there are interactions it's not just me and you in my living room <laughs> with rowdy with rowdy being a good boy around here somewhere. There, are listeners. <laughs> there are people paying attention no this is helpful yeah sarah's asking awesome. for more info sarah send us a message to christchurch media we'll be happy to follow up with you jonathan appreciate you being in the feed with us i stayed away from Revelation for a long time, too. And that was the general consensus of people that were around us as well. It was like, yeah, we don't mess with that. We just want to know what Paul tells well, us. Well, and when do. you're new to the faith and you're on the milk of the word, right. it's fine. You know, you got bigger fish to fry. Right. You know, you're, you're still trying to figure out a few other, the just, simple things. Just trying to learn not to steal from people. Just get yeah. that one. <laughs> just stop looking at porn. Shut all that stuff down. Quit that. Right, right. So, but, but as you grow up in the faith, the truth continues to work in your life. It'll set you free. Mm. Set Amen. You, you set you free for generations. You can grow. And imagine having this foundation set for your kids already. Like when they're coming up, like imagine my children starting from here where it's took me 15 years to get to a certain spot. They can yes. pick up from here Amen. and keep the ball rolling. That's Amen. good stuff. Amen. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in with us again. I want to encourage you to subscribe to all of our podcast feeds that you can find on iTunes. Find more resources at sermonaudio.com. Search for We Are Christ Church, all one word. If you want to support this ministry, you can go to wearechristchurch.com and click the Give button up on the top to get connected more to what we're doing here. Obviously, this equipment and these resources are not cheap, but if you find them helpful, I want to encourage you to be a part of that as well. Thank you all so much for joining with us. Get connected connected to other resources if you got questions send us a message and we will see you yep. guys next time merry christmas to you all oh merry christmas heck yes